everyone, I'm Brittany and welcome back to my library. Welcome to another podcast episode. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone had a good month. I took a month off the podcast. I had a very difficult month of May and just needed some time to focus on other things. I was in Colorado a lot this past month and so yeah I I'm sorry for not uploading um but I am back and we are back to our regularly scheduled programming the month of May was just very difficult so regardless we're back and I am excited for today's episode so let's get into it so because the month of May was very hectic and difficult. I did not read a ton of books whatsoever. I read three books this past month, which is crazy. Usually I read at least four, five, or six, and I read three books, but it's okay. Life happens, unfortunately, and we still got some books read, some big books read too. Um, We read some pretty big books. So that's what I'll be talking about today. First, I want to share my current reads. I am currently reading Crescent City, House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Mass, and I'm also reading Desert Hurt by H.D. Carlton on my Kindle. I've been sticking with Does It Hurt? It's literally taken me like three months to read. I'm almost done with it, and I think it's it's very interesting for sure. I'm not sure how well I'm enjoying it. I think maybe because it's taking me such a long time to read, it kind of is losing, like I'm losing my interest in it, but it is a very interesting story, and I am also reading house of sky and breath which is the last sjm book and then i will be done with my sarah j mass read through that took me three-ish months and i have enjoyed every second of it i am really glad that i decided to reread all of her books because there's so many things that i've missed i may have said this before but I don't know like what happened to my brain while reading some of these books because I will like I reread them and I do not remember what most of the plot was like I remember the really major points but there was like in Crescent City there was this famous like scene with the with like a vacuum we're like at the end of the book the main character gets out of vacuum I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention what was what I was like doing but I was like what that I don't remember that at all like and everyone seems to be like that was so funny I love that part and then I reread it and I was like oh there's the vacuum wow yeah that is pretty cool and I don't know I feel like it just I was new to fantasy when I first started reading them, and so maybe I just didn't get, like, the whole gist of it, but then, you know, you reread something, you pick up more things, you pick up different things than you did the first time, 
And yeah, so regardless, I'm glad that I have reread the series. It has been amazing. And I will talk about it more in a bit because that's mainly what I read in the month of May. So what I think I'll do for this episode is talk about obviously my May monthly wrap up and then I will go on to um, talk about some books that I want to read in June and some books that I want to read after my Sarah J. Mass readathon, read a through and just kind of books that I want that I'm excited to get through and want to read. So yeah, let's get right into it. The first book that I read this month was, or I guess in June, not this month because it's technically May, was Crescent City House of Earth and Blood, which is the first book in the Crescent City series. This is an ongoing series. It's not finished yet. Uh, The third book comes out at the end of January of 2024, and this book came out in 2020 or 2019. I can't remember which one exactly. And it was like Sarah J. Mass's most recent fantasy. And it's also a modern fantasy, which she hasn't written about before. Uh, a Court of Thorns and Roses and Throne of Glass are very much traditional fantasy where they're kind of surrounded by like medieval times-ish type of vibes. There's no technology. There's dresses and corsets and like some of that old-fashioned stuff, kind of like Game of Thrones or Outlander too. And with this new series, she decided to make it more modern and a lot more a lot more intricate in the way that she's doing her world building and because I was confused reading it the first time I think I was so confused because it was my first fantasy book that I have ever read and so I made it like a notes app page that just explained in detail what was going on with the plot what certain words meant what like the caste system was of the world and just kind of wrote down basic plot lines what was going on important information that I needed to know and I have been keeping up with that with the second book as well and it has been very helpful like I've been kept on track I think also like I said earlier rereading books that just helps you understand things a little more But yeah, I really enjoyed the storyline. I felt like it was very well thought out and there was, you know, those classic Sarah J. Mass twists and turns at the end where the bad guy isn't really the bad guy and the good guy is kind of the bad guy and it is just all like very convoluted and then it gets kind of unraveled and you get to learn the truth about some people. I really enjoyed it. I feel like just the, I remember how this book made me feel at the end of this book. It just was like, wow, like that was so good. That was so entertaining. That was like so mind-blowing there's so many different things like, oh, this is the break in the plot or like 
this is the climax. Oh no, the climax isn't over. And that was just the first climax, and then here's a second one, and then here's a third one. And the message, or like, I guess the resolve of the story, because it ends. It, it resolves the story, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily end on a cliffhanger. It just, you know, the story doesn't finish because it is a series. And I just felt so like, wow, that book was amazing. And I can't read the second one. And I think I had to wait like a whole year or two before the second one came out. So I definitely wanted more right after I read it. And so I'm glad that I could jump straight into the second book this time. But it was very good. The main characters are Bryce and Hunt. And this book is inspired after the Disney movie Zootopia. With the main plot, you know, you have Hunt is an archangel who rebelled. And he is now serving his life, his immortal life as a slave to kind of the police the police system, the the law system, he has to serve the organization that he tried to rebel against, like that's his punishment. And there's been a string of murders that this girl, Bryce, has been connected to. She is half human, half fae, and she doesn't like telling people who her fae father is. And she kind of gets caught up in this because her best friend, Danica, who's a werewolf in Danica's pack, gets murdered by this demon. And they're trying to figure out who summoned this demon from hell, who is doing it again, because Bryce, she goes through this and then two years pass. And Bryce is trying to move on with her life, but she feels stuck. But then another demon gets summoned and now they have to figure out what's going on and the the plot line is a lot deeper than they thought it was like maybe that shouldn't be the thing that they're focusing on and so they have to try to work together and because Bryce is kind of left vulnerable because of this Hunt has to now like follow her everywhere and live with her just to keep her safe and so then they start having feelings for each other and yeah that's kind of that book it's very good I really like it I've definitely like would recommend it for like 18 and above but I definitely would recommend I do recommend you read at least A Court of Thorns and Roses that whole book series first before you read Crescent City just to kind of get the idea of her world building and stuff and I feel like you would gain a lot of benefit from doing it that way but I explain all of that in my Sarah J Mass guide to reading or whatever video podcast I did so yeah definitely recommend that one and the next book I read was Happy Place by Emily Henry it came out you guys and I read it and I was a little disappointed I don't know what happened. I feel like everybody else loved this book. I've people had like did have some problems with it, but I don't know. I just 
I just, from, from my feelings of book lovers and then reading this one, I just, I felt personally let down. So let me explain to you what all happened. So you have Harriet and Wynn, and they have been dating for years. They are seemingly the perfect couple they met in college, and every year they go with their friends to this lake house, beach house in Maine for the summer for a week. Nothing exists when you're at the lake house except for the lake house, and I guess it's called beach house. Honestly, maybe this book should have been called Beach Read. Anyway, but they've been broken up for six months now. They have not told their friends, and they are very close with their friends. And so now they're on this vacation together, and it's the last vacation that they'll be able to take to Maine because the house is being sold at the end of the summer. So this is their last hurrah, their last chance to kind of be all together as friends. And they don't want to break the news that they're broken up, especially because two of their friends are also getting married at the end of the trip. And so they're just kind of pretending to still be a couple, even while they are not a couple. And the whole week kind of goes by very awkward and it seems like Wynne still loves Harriet, even though Wynne broke up with Harriet in the first place. And she doesn't really know what to do and how she feels about herself, about her job, about what's going on with Wynne, because she still very much loves him. She didn't want to break up with him at all. She wanted to make it work, but he broke up with her out of the blue, and so she's been trying to like mourn this loss for six months and seeing him again and then having to pretend to be his fiance still is very difficult so I really liked that aspect of like Harriet and Wynn trying to work it out but I I did feel like there was no communication I felt like the miscommunication was very prevalent in this book like when there were so many opportunities for when to really say what he felt about Harriet actually and to kind of tell her why he actually broke up with her but he like wouldn't he wouldn't say anything and then he would treat her like he still really cared about her and then she would get confused she wouldn't ask him like why did you break up with me she would just wouldn't come out and say it and that was getting on my nerves and also I started getting confused with some characters and like the past and present deals like all the friends there was like I don't know four four or five friends that were in this group and no, I think there were four because there was like six of them total. It's always six. It always is like six people in a story. Um, but I just started, I was like confused on who was who, who was dating who, who like was from where, where did they meet Harriet? 
And I was also getting kind of confused with like the past and present. I I don't know. I really enjoyed the main characters, but I also didn't feel like they were flushed out enough. Like I didn't get to see as much of the character development as I wanted to. And then the ending was just, I felt it was just sort of rushed. Like it was just kind of like, here's the problem that you're leading through this whole book, this miscommunication that you're not talking about. And then like they talk about it, boom, it's done, epilogue it's over and I and even in the epilogue like it was kind of like this third person kind of distant like you didn't get to see any feeling or like any heart in it really and I don't know I just felt kind of disappointed with it and I also just felt like there were so many characters but they all didn't really get the kind of roundedness that they deserved even like the main characters like if there were two less characters in that book or I don't know if but like it was already such a long book like maybe if the book was a little longer like it could have been a little more rounded out but I don't know to be honest it wasn't my favorite but I did still enjoy it and I will be excited to read another Emily Henry book and I could also tell that her writing style in this book had like immensely improved. Like she really focused on description and trying to give you like the setting for where we were. And I thought that was cool. Maybe that's why the story felt the way that it did. And then the last book that I read was A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. When I read this book, like two years ago I read it majority I read the majority of it in an airplane um and an airport more specifically I read it in Dallas on an 18-hour layover because my flight got delayed and I couldn't make it to my connecting flight so they put me on another flight and so I just had this ginormous book in the airport with me all through the night Um, guess, guess what? That exact thing happened again with this book. We were stuck, although I was with Will this time. Last time I was not, I was by myself. But yeah, this same exact thing happened again. I, we missed our connecting flight because our flight got delayed. We got stuck in Dallas and I had this book. I had it on my Kindle this time though, because I didn't want to drag it through the airport again. But yeah, I literally carried it like a baby through multiple airports for like many days and just read bits and pieces of it on the way and on the way back. And, you know, this book is kind of spicy. So when like I was reading a very not a very a spicy part of this book, but it was just very awkward because I was in the middle seat and there were two women like on either side of me and they were friends like they were together and I was in the middle and I tried to be like do you guys want to switch they're like no no it's fine it's fine we don't want to make you move and I was like okay so I was trying not to like you know I was reading with like the book half closed and anyways it was kind of awkward that happens again on 
this trip, which was, I don't know, just a full circle moment for me. It was very, very crazy. But anyways, regardless of where I read this book, it still was very good. And I I don't know if I give a lot of crap with, like, Nesta or Cassian or whatever, but, like, I don't know. I still really enjoyed the book. I felt more... It's funny because, like, in a, in a Court of Mist and Fury, I relate to Farah so much, but then I also relate to Nesta so much, just being, like, the older sister, but I also relate to Farah because she kind of has older sister vibes and just feeling like you have to make everything okay all the time and just kind of like, oh, it's okay, like, it doesn't really matter, it's okay, and I don't know, Nesta had a lot of trauma, she had a lot of things that she had to get through, a lot of PTSD that she had to work through, and I feel like that's how I kind of related to it, um, with Nesta, and she just kind of had to work through that, and it took a lot of majority of the book. The main complaint with this book that people have is that it got rushed quickly at the end, like it, like, uh, it went through all this book of her training and whatever, and then at the very end, like, oh, this happens and it's done, but people don't remember that this book is a series, and the series is not over, and the story, like, these people's stories are not over yet, and I feel like Sarah J. Mass will completely tie up the story when it is time for it to be tied up, when the story is over, and that's kind of why she wrapped up Feyre in Rhysian's story, and now she's starting on other characters of the series as well, um, because this story is not over. We will see these characters again. This was not the last book of the Agatar series. And so I just, yeah, I feel like, you know, it's, there's probably more to Nesta's story. There's probably going to be more that she does with, like, just the plot um, at the end when she has to defeat, like, her main boss, quote, quote, boss, like, in a video game, um, but yeah, that's how I felt about it, I definitely, I enjoyed it very much, I'm, I'm glad that I have been doing this reread, I just keep saying that, but it's true, so yeah, I'm just, I'm happy, five stars, love these books, and that's, that's that, okay, so those are the books that I read in May, just three little ones, and, I'm sorry for the squeaking my chair. I need a new chair, a less squeaky chair. But some of the books that I want to read for the rest of the year, um, I f- right after I finish Crescent City, House of Sky and Breath, I want to read A Day of Fallen Night by Samantha Shannon. This is the prequel book to Priory of the Orange Tree. I do feel like I will need a break from fantasy, so to break it up a little bit, I might read... Somebody in my Facebook group got me It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey, 
and this is like a a rom-com like contemporary romance um it's based off of Lexi and Mutz from Schitt's Creek and I love that show anyways so somebody bought me that and so I might I might go for that I also have a new Magnolia Parks book that I want to read it's the second Daisy Hates novel and I'm looking forward to that as well and I have some books on my Kindle that I want to get through that are uh like contemporary romance or some like light fantasy there's a novella that I want to read that coincide with the serpent and the wings of night series before I read the second book there's like a little novella that you read in between I also need to finish the Shatter Me series by Tahira Mafi. I need to read the third book, Ignite Me, because apparently that's the best book of the series. That's everyone's favorite. And I need to know like what the big deal with Aaron Warner is because I still don't really get it. But there are still so many fantasy books that I want to read. One of my like book goals this year was to read a lot of fantasy and I feel like that is coming true. Like I'm doing that. There's um just some other books that I would love to read and get through. Some of Car- Carissa Broadbent's other books. She's the author of A Serpent this what is it the serpent and the wings of night it's quite the title but she has like this other series called daughter of no world i think it's called and i want to definitely read that series i have the first book of that on my kindle and i also have this book that i got with happy place when that came out called rhapsodic by it's by laura tell Lassa. I glanced at it and now I'm back. Um, but yeah, there's also that book. I also have a lot of like literary fiction books that I need to read that I've had for like almost a full year and have not read yet. Like Cleopatra and Frankenstein and by Coco by Coco Millers and I'm sorry I'm right next to my bookshelves so I'm like distracted looking at them trying to see what books I'm trying to to read um I also need to read Lock Every Door by Riley Sager because I was going I was so excited to read that and I just never got around to it also the Mortal Instruments or I don't know the Carissa what's her name Oh, I can't, I can't see her name. Oh my gosh, Cassandra Clare. Am I going insane? That is, that is literally embarrassing. Um, and also the Coral Prince series that I want to read. There's a lot that I want to read this year. I don't know if I'll get to it. With my book budget of my the month, because I have so many unread books and it's kind of giving me anxiety, I have decided that I'm going to get the books that I want, like that I've read on my Kindle that I want in real life or that I read when I was younger and just don't have a copy for it. Like, for example, the Selection series. I love that series. I love those books. I read it on my Kindle. I never got it a physical copy of it. So I would love like a physical copy of those. 
I just ordered the Gallagher Girls series by Ellie Carter. That's the, like, the spies, like, they go to spy school, and it was very popular when I was in middle school, was not allowed to read the books in middle school, so I read them in high school. My senior year, my friend had all of the books, and she let me borrow them, and I read them so quickly. They're, like, six books. I read them in two weeks. They were so good, and... It was just, it's just about these girls, they go to spy school, and they just, like, have this big adventure. I don't know, it was so good, and so I got that. I'm excited for that to come in, and yeah, we'll see. My book collection is growing. It's almost time for a fourth bookshelf in our house. I don't really know where that would go, but we'll find a place for it. And I'm very excited to just grow my book collection and share what I love most with the world. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving me a month off. Um, It's been very difficult. So we're back and we will be back every week on Sundays. And yeah, thank you all for coming to my library. I will see you all next week. Bye.